0: Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a Futurama podcast. Where today we are talking about season eleven, episode nine, "The Prince and the Product." I am Lindsay Wilson, joined as always by Alex Kuntz, who is neither a rubber duck nor a car nor whatever the third thing was. Alex, how are you?
1: Yeah. So what? What was
0: that? What? What just <laughs>
1: happened? What is this episode? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I think I could have opened with like, a welcome, joined as always by the king of space, Alex Kuntz But it, it got quickly taken away by what the hell was this? I don't know. This was a baffling episode of television that I ended up watching on 1.5 speed after the first vignette.
1: <laughs> is that slowed down or is that sped up for you? I would sped assume up. that you're a, okay. I would assume that you, that you normally do that kind of stuff.
0: Not for TV, I... exclusively for podcast TV. I find yeah. it troubling, but I will do it sometimes if I am tight on podcast time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is another episode that I watched very early in the morning after being out late. And so it like contributed to the weird dreamlike state of like none of this making sense. Mm -hmm. I think I don't hate it. I think that (laughs) like, I mean, if you view it as a anthology of interest type thing, a treehouse for horror type thing, it is like a very bizarre, very, the like Paul Bunyan type Simpsons episodes as well Mm -hmm. of like the tall tales or the retelling of tales certainly in that genre too. And this is like, I don't know how they landed on this, but it is a very weird choice to do. And I guess I'm interested in it because it's like, what is, why are we doing this? So weird. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I will say I was extremely well rested and I also was like, what is going on here? It was a very bizarre dream state. (laughs) I looked, I think when I messaged you a couple of weeks ago that I had seen a tweet that said Futurama did Mm -hmm. two shitty episodes in a row or whatever. I think, they then went back and said, no, it was the vaccine one was bad. Zap one was pretty good. And this one was bad. And then yeah. I saw some people being like, oh, it's basically just antholo- anthology of interest, but in a slightly different format. But I don't know. Right. This felt like it had, there was even less meat on the bone here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. So if we were to like deconstruct how they landed on this, I feel like they've done... Fake advertisements before of oh we're cutting to an advertisement but it's a future ad- advertisement kind of kind of stuff that Jeremy sends in for us to to play and so it I, those are fine those seem funny and I guess that they kind of went with that of like oh let's do fake advertisements and so advertise yeah. for toys but then we, there's a plot involving the toys
0: yeah it was very strange I definitely thought it was just going to be like oh here are some ads in between and we're going to do just like a weird snl kind of thing here <laughs> and i don't know but then it just kept coming back to this main plot line which we will get into but i can't imagine how much we're gonna have to say about this but yeah it was weird it's a very very strange approach but do you before think that, that...
1: oh sure. <laughs> no, no, no i was
0: gonna keep talking about the episode we can talk about not the episode first fine alex how how is the cruise that you're currently on as people are listening to this
1: yeah we can do the old what will we be doing (laughs) i'll be landing in halifax and Lindsay will be just getting there from her four hour drive to a mere
0: four hours uh, alex that's very achievable if you weren't coming in the middle of the week
1: (laughs) yeah jeremy is gonna be i don't know skydiving to to meet me i'm just Mm -hmm. just trying to imagine the preposterous situations yes we're going on a cruise which I'm, i'm looking forward to i haven't been on a cruise since like I was in eighth grade i didn't really have a good time on that one so (laughs) where are you going it is just like up the up the northeast coast so stops in like boston and portland maine halifax yeah never been to halifax before so looking forward to it
0: i believe you're coming to the maritimes and not coming to visit us but (laughs) that's fine yeah
1: i mean we could get off the boat at halifax and then not get back on and just like (laughs) make our way to your place Yeah,
0: (laughs) i mean it would save you a lot of travel time
1: we might you know dominate at cruise trivia uh mm-hmm. but then we then we also considered it might only be like music from the 70s trivia because that would be like their their clientele six that the is entirely possible i've never been on a cruise i would love to do i mean back to rhap i would love to do an RHAP cruise that'd be so fun mm-hmm. of, like the the big post- podcasting events are yeah, very fun. And it's fun to get everyone together. And so just having everyone isolated on a boat and, you know, doing
0: shenanigans all the time. Uh, all right. So it's PE a icon idea. for Simpsons that now, but a cruise for the future. Oh, podcast. sure. And there could be uh, at least 20 of, tomorrow. of us there. Yeah. <laughs> The cruise of tomorrow. Yes. Yeah.
1: All, all right. If you're, if you're interested in going cruise of tomorrow, if anyone Go wants right to in. do all
0: of the planning, you know, make <laughs> it happen. And buy us the tickets. All uh, right. <laughs> Incredible. All right, let's get back to this nonsensical episode where yeah, like I found myself as soon as I watched it, I was like, how the hell are we going to talk about this first episode? All I want to do is talk about what madness yeah. this was, but <laughs> it's fine. The opening subtitle in this one was what chatbots talk about in their free time. So you think chat GPT talks about our podcast?
1: Great question. Why don't you do Bo- Boop corner and I'll do some <laughs> chat GPT um, asking uh, for, for Boop corner. I had monkey in the suit question mark.
0: Okay, well, I'll tell you that this one actually does have some information. <laughs> this is called Soda Squirt from 1933. And it is about Flip the Frog, who is a soda jerk who serves movie stars. But one of his concoctions changes, quote, an effeminate man into Mr. Mm. Hyde. So okay, not sure what to make of that. <laughs> okay, oh. Okay, here we go. This is something, if you can recognize any of these names... <laughs> okay <laughs> sure. there are a couple several caricatures of movie stars appear in this the parade of celebrity is in order of appearance are oliver hardy nope. stan laurel jimmy nope. durant okay yeah <laughs> lionel barrymore as rasputin joe <laughs> marx i've heard of him and actually all yeah. of the marx brothers Grocho, chico harpo and zeppo and then may west is the last one so
1: do you th- do you think so clearly there are some big names there but I wonder back in the day, if that was like A-list celebrities, or do you think that this is like a Dancing with the Stars cast of like, oh, they got Groucho Marx. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> but like everyone else is like nobody.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> the Later, it says Tyrell Davis is the, the effeminate man who turns into Mr. Hyde, who is a person who lived from 1902 to 1970. So if this was coming in the 30s, that feels like a very big deal. Also, I think the Marx, Marx Brothers are a very big deal then. Yeah. It's
1: just hard yeah. to hard to have a sense of celebrity of uh, yeah.
0: It feels like these are big names, but it's just yeah. caricatures of them. So <laughs> it's a cartoon version. They didn't actually get all of these people. <laughs> Not all. Um, all
1: right. So some chat GPTing that has been happening. Unfortunately, tell me about the podcast of tomorrow. I'm sorry, but it's my last knowledge update of September 2021, et cetera, et cetera. They don't <laughs> know of us. Tell me about the podcast Simpsons Then and Now. I'm sorry but it is the last knowledge <laughs> update of uh, September 2021 which not which accurate. is no excuse no yeah, excuse yeah that's no excuse chatbii oh my god unacceptable um, what
0: if you put our names in there did you try that
1: i will try that in a second i have currently asked who were the a list celebrities in 1933 um, <laughs> so okay this is pretty good clark gable he was on the list mm-hmm. right no. may west shoot <laughs> may west was no I I thought you said Clark Gable. I don't know. Known as the King of of Hollywood, Clark Gable was one of the most famous actors in the 1930s, starred in iconic films such as Gone with the Wind.
0: Yes, I don't Uh, remember saying no. I did not say Clark Gable. All
1: right, well, so we got Mae West, Shirley Temple, I don't think was on the list, Freda Garbo, Bing Crosby, Joan Crawford, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, Charlie Chaplin, Betty Davis, and Jean Harlow. So Marx Brothers, not even A-list.
0: yeah. I'm going to ask it if it knows of any by Lindsay Wilson and Alex Coons. Okay, let's see. Let's see how it says. I don't have any specific information about individuals named Lindsay Wilson and Alex Coons hosting <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible they might have started a podcast after my last update, or they could be relatively unknown in the podcasting world. How dare you?
1: No, how it got it. You. It just it just read us bad. <laughs> it's like
0: yeah, <laughs> They're reading us for filth over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, incredible. Well, that's um,
1: fine. One more ChatGPT corner, Cat, cast me a season of Dancing with with the Stars with celebrities from the 1930s. Let's see who they got. I imagine, I don't know if ChatGPT is going to be good enough at understanding that Dancing with the Stars is like B to C list celebrity. So I'm guessing <laughs> that this is going to be like the exact same list that they just gave me. Generating a little bit slowly, but yes, the first one is Clark Gable, Ginger Rogers, etc. So, mm-hmm
0: all the same here. people very right. incredible well that was something so this opens up a very fancy box has arrived a box fit for a king which is perfect because they're delivering it to the king of space himself which fry is excited for because it's a chance to grovel
1: yes uh, i felt like we were off to a good start i was like down for the king of space that seems yes. fun uh some like monarchy stuff mm-hmm. uh monarchy jokes could happen. Uh-huh. and yeah we kind of do king of space stuff in this episode a little bit you know,
0: yeah I guess, yeah. They instantly go. They meet the king of space, and he's very impressed with Fry's groveling. Fry's very pleased with himself. And it turns out the thing that they were delivering to him is a portrait of his late wife, which is made of macaroni, and not even the finest macaroni artist could capture her beauty. Although this one did.
1: <laughs> did you do any macaroni art as a as a toddler? And it's like so, immortalized I, in your in your family's collection.
0: <laughs> I don't think any were immortalized, but I definitely have vague recollections. I think we did like a a thing where we did different types of material on the mm. letters of the alphabet. so like you're putting like construction paper on the A and then like tissue paper on the B and then macaroni on the C or whatever like I don't I don't think it had any particular uh, resonance in terms of which one for which letter but I seem sure. to recall there being one letter made of macaroni
1: okay yeah we the macaroni that's still in our house is christmas ornaments like they had mm. us in preschool like cut out a candy cane on paper and then glued macaroni to it and yeah those are those are still around which it's a little bit horrifying that the macaroni <laughs> is like still very very much held like up. you could still eat it <laughs> yeah just like yeah you just gotta boil it and it'd be fine
0: yes And uh, so Fry I struggling to carry this painting over and he is quickly helped by the prince of space who says let me help your elderly friend and Leela is clearly very enchanted by this guy
1: yes I think probably one of the weird parts of this episode is that it's like half canon where like all of this seems like it's happening in universe but it's like uh, fantastical in the way that the other episodes or that the other parts of the episode are fantastical where it's like Leela instantly falls in love with this person like breaks up with Fry like there is no actual like this plot should not be happening and I feel like they're able to get away with it because it feels like a weird Treehouse of Horror episode but this is mm-hmm. not a weird Treehouse of Horror segments yet
0: yeah it's very strange Leela like I, you can kind of see where it's going it sort of feels like the Cyclops episode where Leela's like enchanted by this person mm-hmm. and he has a big fancy castle. <laughs> and so she's staring at his tusks and they're glittering ominously. And Fry's like, oh, that this stud over here really made me look like a wimp, huh, Leela? Like you take care of this while I go explain the loyalty card to the king. Yeah. And I did think it was funny that Fry's being like, let N be the number of punches. <laughs>
1: that was so funny of yeah, explaining the the free coffee punches and like, no, no, let me explain. Let N be the number of punches. <laughs>
0: it was so good. Just Fry said anything let n be anything oh, <laughs> so good i'm glad you liked it too <laughs> but uh, yeah Leela instantly is like being carried in by the prince of space and she's like oh, i was off like busy falling in love and i'll always remember you except for the stuff that i've already forgotten and a yeah. very on the nose joke from fry of i can't afford to live without you
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's good i see your point with the like cyclops episode of Leela falling in love with, with that person i think like The difference here is that they have done such a committed job to reminding you about Fry and Leila throughout this Mm -hmm. season that it feels very strange for them to, like, all of a sudden, we will, like, essentially completely break it off with Fry out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it just makes this whole episode feel out of canon
0: yeah well it, so i think it felt to me like oh okay something's going on with these sparkly tusks and i thought that was going to be the whole plot was like oh she's falling in love with this prince and then they're going to break the spell and she's gonna be like oh my god fry i'm so sorry i of course love you the most or whatever sure. but not where we went <laughs>
1: does that ha- again like last two minutes i i like don't know what what So uh, and like everything already was so confusing with this episode that literally you could tell me literally anything happened at the end and i'd be like oh, okay
0: well, I would like to get your opinion, Alex. Do you think we should just keep going with this Prince of Space stuff and then do each of the little interludes or should we go chronologically?
1: Yeah, let's do, let's finish up Prince of Space. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> such a funny sentence. So my notes just say back to this Prince thing. So <laughs> They've decided to get married and the King of Space says, I forbid this marriage. She is a space commoner and... <laughs> Leela gets upset and then Fry is like, no, I've decided to intervene because Leela's not common. She's good and brave and articulate and your space queen would be ashamed. And he knocks some of the macaroni from her portrait into the inexplicable (laughs) pot of water that is underneath it. Yes. And then they declare a duel. And if Fry wins, the wedding is on. And that is where we leave it before we go to the next interlude. But because (laughs) of how we're doing this, we can come right back. And it's a situation where Leela is going to be Fry's champion and that kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, this is we like a joust with lightsabers. You ever you ever see a joust? You ever go to a, a Renaissance festival?
0: Not one. I did go to a Renaissance fair one time, but it was like very close to here. So it was very small and crappy and they didn't have a joust. But I was mm-hmm. very, very fond of the film A Knight's Tale in my youth. Yes, of course. <laughs> Yes. And I, I feel like I actually rewatched it not that long ago and I felt like it held up. Soundtrack, incredible stuff. I know you don't care about yeah. a soundtrack, but.
1: No, just the, just the score. Yeah. No mm-hmm. soundtrack. No, thank don't you. Don't care about the
0: needle drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Fry says that he wanted to fight for Leela, but he's terrible at fighting. So this makes sense. And she just like instantly kills the king and turns to the prince and says, sorry about murdering your father. But then it turns out that the prince was fighting as his father's champion and that Leela has killed her one true love. Sad for Leela, I guess. <laughs> I know, <it's> like, <laughs> what do we even say about this? Yes, Fry is like, oh, uh, he's like, no, no, I'm fine. It's like, oh, you meant that guy. And Leela's just yeah. sobbing. And then my next note says, back to the stupid main plot. And they are now <laughs> back in the ship. And Fry says, I'm sorry you killed the love of your life. And Leela says, I was under a science spell. That's I what I had she, actually, written down, too. She says, and... I was under a spell. And Fry says, a magic spell? And they say, no, a science spell. And they went, of course. And that's the end of the under okay, so
1: <laughs> so what is it? Was it the tusks? Was it? I think it was the tusks. Was...
0: They were sparkling okay. in a magical way, which is to say, a sciencey okay. way, which we've established right. is the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So kind of baffling. Like, I I just don't know what they were going for. Like, and then to try to do a real episode in between the the segments of all the toy stuff is. Yeah really bizarre do you think this was ai written like this feels this like feels like it legitimately could have been ai written
0: maybe i wouldn't be that shocked to be (laughs) honest yeah baffling truly baffling before we get too far into what the hell was this as a whole let's talk about the little vignettes in between the first one is there's an ad for windows and i thought that this was just going to be like we're doing commercials in here and that's it but it opens up <laughs> and everyone is a wind-up toy and they're going to be delivering sushi and it just like walks off on its own and they're like, good job, team. And then right. we get to the crux of this one, which is that Fry is feeling a little run down.
1: I feel like as we as we go into the explanation of this little like window segment, I feel like there's an element of being extraordinarily confused, which like totally dominates your emotions from the, like. Uh, second 30 to second you know 90 like mm-hmm. like once you realize that we're doing the entire segment of wandos it's like impossible to focus on anything else cuz you're just like very confused about what is happening and why it's happening yes correct
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right I was like what is going on like we're apparently doing a little story and I thought repeatedly I kept thinking like oh okay so we're just gonna like make one joke and then it was yeah. like no this just keeps going <laughs> so so he goes to see a doctor and Dr. Zoidberg is like I'm sure you're fine but then he discovers that Fry's main spring is nearly wound down like I don't even know why we're going through this in like such painstaking detail but it's fine <laughs> he has been slowly pacing in his cryogenic tube and therefore he's been running for too long, and he's old.
1: Yeah, I like that they acknowledge that they talk about like heaven at some point. Oh, Fry is going to return as an angel, and they say heaven isn't an actual place the way hell is; it's a metaphor. So I like yes. the acknowledgement <laughs> of hell and the robot devil and all that.
0: Yes, he says metaphor is a fancy word for steaming load, and the reverend is like, I wouldn't call it fancy. Yeah, but uh- yeah, so-
1: my, my note here of escaping from that wind-up Yeti used most of my re- remaining power is just, like, an absurd
0: thing <laughs> to be
1: talking about. Like, what?
0: <laughs> true. It's a complaint. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it, it's all nonsense. Because they're looking for this guru up in the mountains. Uh, it's true. I have it written down. This wind-up Yeti used most of my remaining power, and I didn't even clock it as, like, a weird thing to be writing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, Bender winds Fry back up, and... He says, am I alive? And he says, if you were dead, how could you ask such a stupid question? But this used up all of Bender's reserves as well. Yes, he like unwound himself by by winding up Fry. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So then he is dying and then he like breaks into pieces, lands in a crater of lava. And they're like, <laughs> wow, well, that is really and truly okay. dead. <laughs> now that
1: is dead. I like his uh, goodbye, sweet jerks.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I agreed. And then they... Talk to the guru of the mountain, and they say for a quarter she can be a guru, and for a nickel you get a sticker that says you climb the mountain. And Fender is reincarnated as a plane doing loop de loops, which was very important to him earlier when they were talking to the minister.
1: Yes. Am I, I don't know if you took a note on where the ad breaks were. Did they go to an ad break when? bender falls in the pot of lava and it's like now now that's dead did they go to an ad break there Uh,
0: i don't remember but maybe if like i was surprised there were ad breaks (laughs) right well i was gonna say i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna look it up as we're talking here but like the thing that i was gonna say is like again this episode is such a just like bizarre trip that it's more about the experience of watching the episode and like being confused rather than the episode itself and the bizarre ad breaks are part of this of like we're in toy mode, we yes. go to an ad break and we return to toy mode and then before cutting to another ad we're like back to the the prince storyline <laughs> just yeah very strange
0: so weird oh god this next one was called round wheels and I really enjoyed the round wheels theme song I will give them that <laughs> but and one of the things in the theme song is the wheels are sold separately but this is like a combination of cars plus the ri- like the ring i think yes uh, right <laughs> so it's
1: like it's like hot wheels because there are like tracks yeah, like there right. are tracks that Round are like wheels into saturn <laughs> right round wheels sure it's cars in that there are cars that have faces sure. on their, like <laughs> headlights and that kind of stuff and then yes the ring you could not tell me why they're doing the ring here Totally disconnected, like again AI written, perhaps.
0: It's also sort of like that time when Bender was a wear car.
1: <laughs> it definitely is, but that at least that was the story. This is a <laughs> this is a four. This is Nothing. like the B plot of a car story, which is one of four stories in this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very very confusing and the people out of a car story that is one of four stories what a sentence <laughs> yeah. incredible yeah so everyone is a car and their cars are cute so I broadcast to stay behind his car is cute has a little face on it and mm-hmm. he's depressed, so people don't like him. But then everyone starts getting creepy phone calls or they like see a chilling video or something and then there's static in their faces and then they die.
1: They drive to the like car shop and get killed by the the arm of the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like I did like the newscast of the breaking news was there was like some chase or something and they say friction caused the cars to gradually slow down um, which i thought was very funny and then they show like the equation for for friction
0: very good (laughs) they say an ancient horror is killing them and bender gets killed hermes his car like limbos under the arm what do you call that thing like i know you did the gesture for podcast listeners yeah, but uh, the, the arm uh, the parking garage arm
1: <laughs> yeah the parking garage gate arm yeah yeah
0: i think it's called an arm but i don't know anyway okay. it's fine i have i have arm written everywhere yes the hermes car says sweet subaru of timbuktu we were tracking that at one point point. and it turns out That's... it was zoidberg yes
1: yeah, so uh, i have two tangents here. or i have a question least... that I have a tangent I guess my question is is have you seen the ring and is this plot accurate to the ring where it's like some serial killer made the video and is like luring people to like it's it's a natural phenomenon that's just like a you know trick by some serial killer or is the ring truly supernatural
0: I have not seen the ring I don't watch scary movies because my brain is too mm-hmm. scary on its own but <laughs> the way I the impression I have is people see the staticky thing on the TV, they watch the the video, and they see the ring on the TV, and then they die. But I mm-hmm. think I assumed it was like a supernatural phenomenon of some kind.
1: Right, there's the like image of the girl climbing out of the TV
0: right Um, creepy Mm, too scary mm -hmm. even the gesture you just made too spooky (laughs) yeah
1: yeah especially when we're on zoom there's the there should be no talking of climbing out of the monitors
0: and such And like staring at a creepy window (laughs) i believe so from reading the
1: plot of the ring on wikipedia i believe it's supernatural the last sentence is she also realizes that samara's end game is to spread her curse as far as possible so like Mm. it's it's a curse
0: a curse (laughs) all right well This is also a curse, except that it's Zoidberg. And he (laughs) says he was the villain. And they said, Hermes is like, no, it can't be you. Villains have charisma. But he turned parts of everyone into his car. Like he has modified his car by adding. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll be friends together forever and I'll never be alone again, which is very creepy.
1: Mm -hmm. He makes a mistake of like taking off his faceplate and putting on, Mm -hmm. I think Hermes was the last one one on but so he ends up just removing himself from this big conglomerate of of his co-workers
0: <laughs> yes. and so they all just drive around and have a nice life without outside <laughs> yeah my tangent
1: I, was yes. the car arm, the parking garage arm whatever that is that it is featured heavily in better console I, I think you haven't watched better console is that right
0: i have not i've also not watched breaking bad
1: Yeah, both are great, although I understand people not wanting to watch Breaking Bad, and then because of that, they can't watch Better Call Saul because it would make no sense. But the thing that I love about Better Call Saul is that there are these, like, long sequences of people, like, just being clever, and it is not, like, telegraphed of, like, how this scheme is going to work. It's just, like, a long sequence where you see someone doing something, and by the end of that sequence, you understand their plan, and you understand what they were trying to do and all of that. But it's like, for a very long time, you're just like confused and like pleasantly watching this person be clever and not be sure what they're doing. And one of them involves a parking parking garage arm, where (laughs) the guy is the guy's trying to he's being followed, he pulls into a parking garage, the other the person that is following him pulls into the parking garage and then he's sitting there and he eats a bu- he eats like a bunch of gum and then takes the the chewed gum and puts it in a wrapper and then as he's leaving the parking garage he like puts in his ticket and the thing opens and then he puts in the chewed gum into the ticket slot so that so the arm breaks and so then he he leaves the parking lot the arm goes down and then the guy who's tailing him is like stuck in the parking lot because now the (laughs) thing is broken due to the due to the gum and it's like the it's the epitome of what makes better call Saul great because it's like this scene (laughs) of him chewing gum for like three minutes like okay what is he (laughs) doing how is this this leading to him escaping and it's so good so shout out to the
0: parking garage arms Incredible. Yeah. Truly that story, the opposite of this, where you were like, you're confused, but pleasantly amused. And I was like, "This is we were just confused and unhappy. Yes. Um, (laughs) The third one, clearly I was starting to run out of steam. I wrote way fewer notes on the round wheels where I just like stopped (laughs) when I was like, I'll never be alone again. And I was like, I don't know, something must have happened before we went back to the king of space. But the third one is about rubber ducks. And this one was kind of cute. So it
1: was fine. Uh, we, it's kind of two toys. It's rubber ducks and like the like we will wobble eggs.
0: Eggulons. <laughs> yeah. The theme song for the rubber ducks is always choose rubber ducks when you're choosing ducks because live ducks will peck your kid's eyes out. Yeah. Uh, good fine. advice. Yeah. Yes. And so the premise is that it's like I don't even remember who they are. It's like Amy, the professor and Fry as ducks. And they are going mm. on a scientific voyage to see whether water is infinite. And they try to go to the edge of the water. And then they find these eggs that it's the rest of the crew. And the Leela egg is like, his bill looks gentle and kind. Yeah,
1: I I don't know if I have much to say. I guess I kind of laughed at the map, which is just like a giant blue square of only open. That
0: was funny. (laughs) Yes, I also laughed at Fry looks at the Leela egg and his eyes get heart shaped. And then the Zoidberg duck goes, it's the scurvy. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Uh, They don't trust these land wobblers. There's a bit of a feud happening, but then Fry and Leela fall in love. They cause a war. They both die, but then Leela's egg hatches into a duckling and Fry as a duck turns into an egg. And that's the end. Yeah,
1: that whole thing also makes no sense. No, it's nothing. um, It's nonsense. The The, the war is like very sudden and intense and everyone dies, which is... Mm -hmm. uh, bit dramatic for a story about ducks and eggs. Yeah, it was absurd. Four other stories. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would argue there were no winners on this one and only losers and we <laughs> are them.
1: Yeah, I get so big picture thoughts. Again, I I kind of uh enjoy it for like the sheer absurdity of I think this is better than a bad Trios of Horror, a bad mm-hmm. Paul Bunyan episode, just because it's like entirely bizarre. Like truly no idea how they landed on this. I think it might be AI written. Like I, I just thought of that as as we've been talking. And it's probably insulting for me to say, given
0: the, that there are probably real writers credited for this. But like,
1: <laughs> I would love to hear, you know, DVD commentary on like what was happening in this episode.
0: Yeah, truly baffling stuff. It didn't make me mad. I was just so confused. Like I'm looking at the Wikipedia about it. And they have links to a wind up toy, which is like a horrifying clown. And then round wheels redirects to Hot Wheels. There is an entire section on rubber ducks and then a section on Weebles from 1971. (laughs) They are egg-shaped, so tipping one causes a weight located at the bottom center to be raised. Incredible. Weebles wobble, but they won't fall over, famously.
1: The Futurama Reddit really, really hated it. I mean, some quotes are undoubtedly one of the worst Futurama episodes ever. After the COVID episode, I was sure things were going to improve, but I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um this episode was effectively unwatchable for me. It felt like a more awful Rick and Morty episode, almost to the point that I think it was purposefully satire. I guess this opens the conversation of, is this the worst Futurama episode
0: ever? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) It feels like it's just like incredibly forgettable, but I don't know, like...
1: I don't think it's I mean, I think I will remember this one because it is so strange.
0: True. That's a good point. Yeah, it's there's certainly trying something different, I guess. It just felt like a bit of a waste of time.
1: Yeah. But okay, yeah. Going for I mean that certainly none none that we have seen so far are this bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I guess bad i think this is probably the worst that we have seen definitely feels like some of the bad modern Simpson stuff and so we will keep this as our low water bar
0: for yes our current low kind of check in yes indeed a low water mark for the ducks out there yes next week alex is the finale of this or the midpoint i guess of this little detour we've taken into season eight slash eleven and it is called all the way down
1: Okay. Robot hell. It's got to be, it's got to be a robot devil going, going down there.
0: That would be good. That's my guess. Yeah. This came out on September 25th. We're only a little bit behind and then uh, maybe we'll think of something to do in two weeks that is different. Uh, Otherwise we'll go back to regularly scheduled programming. I don't know.
1: Yeah. we'll We'll come up with something fun to do.
0: Yeah. Great. All right. Well, Uh, Yeah. How can people get in touch with us? I feel like we already did Uh, this. So I almost didn't ask you, but
1: (laughs) that's true. Hot of tomorrow at gmail.com at Pod of tomorrow, perhaps in the week that has passed that we've gotten many, many ratings and reviews and the CEO. So thank you for clicking on all of our various links. What a difference you've made. Perhaps someone has planned. (laughs) When did we talk about the cruise? No, that was this episode. So someone has not planned our cruise yet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Who knows? Who knows? It's fine. Incredible. All right. Well, we, I don't have anything going on either. So Bojack. <laughs> I, Alex it, uh, on I, I,
1: see, I I already feel bad about making fun of you for not having active Bojack. I don't, um, I don't have
0: active Bojack. It's been weeks and months. Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, go listen to Lindsay on the old Bojack episodes. Go listen to Simpsons then now. That was good. Even though I don't know if you can.
0: You can maybe find it on Spotify, Unclear. Let us know if you can. But all right. So with that, we will be back next week or whatever, all the way down. (laughs) See you then. (laughs) Bye.